This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. The most common genetic blood disorder in America is sickle cell disease. And there's a critical need for regular blood transfusions to manage the severe pain and other health risks. A Red Cross medical doctor says they're working to promote diversity in the blood supply. When we invite and educate the African-American community about blood donation, we talk about the reasons of why the black community mistrusts the healthcare system. Then, when the economy is shaky, that can spell opportunity for investors. It may even be the road to wealth. When markets have volatility or there's some uncertainty or a pullback, there's always opportunity and it allows the little guy to get in to be able to invest more. Those two stories and more are straight ahead. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Most Americans have certainly heard of sickle cell disease, but may not know much about it. What exactly is it and who's at risk? Our next guest knows. She is Dr. Yvette Miller, Executive Medical Officer for the American Red Cross Donor and Client Support Center, and she's helping to lead the Red Cross National Sickle Cell Initiative. Dr. Miller, what exactly is sickle cell disease and who's at risk? Sickle cell disease is a genetic disease that involves the red blood cells. And in this country, the great majority of individuals that have sickle cell disease are black or of African descent. And with this particular condition, the red blood cells, which are normally round and soft, have an abnormal shape. And that's how the name of the disease was derived. The cells are C-shaped like a sickle. And these cells are very sticky and they clump together and they block blood vessels and prevent tissues from receiving oxygen. And therein lies the primary symptom that people with sickle cell disease have, which is a pain crisis. How long does a person with sickle cell disease typically live? Does this shorten the lifespan? Yes, even though over the last 20 to 30 years, the lifespan of individuals with sickle cell disease has certainly increased with improved treatments and improved health care. Still, people with sickle cell disease generally live into their 50s and 60s. And how many people are affected by sickle cell disease in the U.S. at any given time? In the United States, approximately 100,000 people have sickle cell disease, the great majority of whom are African-American of African descent. And then the second largest population of individuals that have sickle cell disease in the U.S. are those in the Latinx community. Is there a cure on the horizon for sickle cell disease? Well, there is currently only a single cure for sickle cell disease, and that's a stem cell transplant or bone marrow transplant. That's the only treatment that is curative. Over the last five or six years, there have been several medications, pharmaceutical medications that have been created to treat the disease. But the only cure at this time is a stem cell or bone marrow treatment. Why is it that African-American blood donors are so important for people with sickle cell disease? 
because the majority of people in this country that have sickle cell disease of African descent, there are some antigens on the red blood cells of individuals of African descent. There are more common based on genetics that are more common in that community. And in some cases, patients that require transfusion need very closely matched blood. And in some cases, that blood is found in donors that are of African descent. I see. So blood from other races cannot be used to treat sickle cell disease? Is that what you're saying? No. What I'm saying is that in general, blood from any other race can be used to treat these patients with sickle cell disease. But in some cases, these patients with sickle cell disease have rare blood types. And when these patients have these rare blood types, we are more likely to find a compatible unit in someone who is African descent. But in general, many patients with sickle cell disease can receive blood from anyone of any ethnic background or race. I see. In terms of blood donations, do African-Americans donate blood at about the same rate as other demographic groups? The blood donor pool in the United States is primarily donated by Caucasians and about 3% of the donor pool in this country is donated by African-Americans. And so that's why the American Red Cross have started this sickle cell initiative so that we can increase the number of donations from individuals that are African-American or of African descent to meet the transfusion needs of this patient population. We're talking with Dr. Yvette Miller, Executive Medical Officer for the American Red Cross Donor and Client Support Center. We're talking about the Red Cross National Sickle Cell Initiative and learning about the disease. How was the program affected by the pandemic? Did that have a sort of a depressing effect on the number of donations? Absolutely. The pandemic had a depressive effect on all donations by all donors. But because the pool of Black and African-American blood donors was already small, it had a devastating effect upon the presentation of Black donors. And so with the Sickle Cell Initiative, we are still trying to increase donations by African-Americans because they were so incredibly low in relationship to the pandemic. What do you think would encourage more blood donations in the Black community? Well, one of the things that we have struggled historically with the Black community and diverse communities in general is sort of a lack of trust in the healthcare system. And because blood donation is seen as part of the healthcare structure, blood collectors are also in some cases mistrusted. So one of the things that we have certainly been diligently working on, and it's a part of what we do as part of this sickle cell initiative, is when we invite and educate the African-American community about blood donation, we talk about the reasons of why the Black community mistrusts blood collection organizations like the American Red Cross. And we try to literally to get at the heart of the matter and explain and talk about sort of the historical perspective of why Black and Brown communities have not been invited to donate blood in the same way as the dominant culture. And then we start to repair that relationship And through our partnerships with trusted organizations in the Black community, like the NAACP, like the Sickle Cell Association of America, the National Panhellenic Council and the sororities and fraternities, through our partnerships with these trusted organizations, we can interface with their membership and have these crucial conversations around mistrust, help repair that trust, and then encourage and support and educate the Black community on the importance 
importance of blood donation. Dr. Miller, if someone has never given blood, but they would like to, what's the first step? Someone who is a first-time blood donor and preparing to donate, we just encourage them to just take that first step. A person who donates blood, these are the minimum requirements. They have to be feeling healthy and well, weigh at least 110 pounds. And then when they donate, you know, we take their blood pressure and do several physical assessments to determine their overall eligibility. But we do encourage first-time donors to just take that leap and come to donate. And people are reluctant to donate because they think it's a complicated process, but it's not. Most donors, including first-time donors, do qualify to donate. And it's a very simple process that takes about 45 minutes to an hour. And once you've donated, how soon can you donate again? You can donate every 56 days or every eight weeks. And we certainly really rely on our repeat donors just as much as we rely on our first-time donors. So we do encourage and support people to donate every 56 days when they are eligible. How can people find the nearest location to where they are? Is that on the web? Absolutely. There are several ways to register to donate blood. One of the easiest ones is to call 1-800-RED-CROSS. You can also go to the Red Cross website, redcrossblood.org. But the one that is my personal favorite, because I'm a blood donor, is to download the blood donor app where you can make your appointment right in the app on your phone or on your personal device. And there's a lot of good health information in that app as well. So that's my personal favorite. Dr. Yvette Miller, Executive Medical Officer for the American Red Cross Donor and Client Support Center. She is helping to lead the Red Cross National Sickle Cell Initiative. Dr. Miller, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share this information. Next, wealth habits that lead to financial freedom. That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 